Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to the Heart of Healing Teleclass, Simple Ways to Boost the Bond Between You and Your Animal. And I want to start tonight with a quote from Leonard Cohen's anthem. And the quote is, The birds they sang at the break of day, Start again, I heard them say, Don't dwell on what has passed away Or what is yet to be. Ring the bells that still can ring, Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Thank you, Leonard Cohen. Just absolutely love love those words. And um, I, I feel that they um, sort of touch upon some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. And so I thought that was a lovely way to begin. So in this class, we're going to talk about sort of the idea of healing maybe that we commonly think of. And then for me, what true healing really means. The more that we open our hearts to the inner light of being that exists within us, the more we're able to access our infinite healing potential. And it's important for us to remember that no matter what difficulties we face, our inner light shines always perfectly and strongly. And the more we can rediscover this within ourselves, the easier it is to see this within our animals. Our animals already see the perfection within us. We just need to learn to do the same for them. And when we do, our relationship will go to a much deeper, 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 deeper level. So we're going to do some guided meditation um, tonight, and we're going to talk about healing as it relates to things like forgiveness and courage, humility, um, our meditation practice, gratitude. And I'm also going to talk about maybe suffering in a little different way than you may have thought of it before. And the little quote by Leonard Cohen at the beginning hopefully will give you a little hint as to kind of my take on that tonight. But to begin with, I'd like to start with a swan meditation. So I'd like you to take a moment now before we begin, and I'd like you to bring to your mind something for yourself that you'd like to heal. So just allow that to come to mind that you'd like to heal for yourself. And then I'd also like you to bring to mind an animal that you'd like to share healing with tonight. So just bring them into your mind and your heart. And whoever's coming to your mind is just perfect. Okay, and so now let's begin the swan meditation. So I'd like you to find a comfortable position to sit. Relax your body, your arms, your shoulders, your legs. And place your hands on your lap. Palms up or palms down, whatever's comfortable. Feel that your spine is nice and straight so energy can flow easily through your spine and through your entire body. And close your eyes and take a nice, deep cleansing breath. And let it out slowly. And take another deep breath. And let it out. Feel yourself relaxing. Letting go of all your thoughts of the past and the future. Bring all of your awareness to this moment. And I'd like you to imagine you're sitting on a comfortable bench in a beautiful park on a perfectly warm summer day. This park is full of green meadows 
flowers and tall shady trees. And in the middle of this park is a large still pond. You're sitting on your bench near the edge of the pond. The trees and the sky are perfectly reflected in the still surface. And your eyes relax as you gaze into the reflection. Slowly you begin to notice tiny ripples in the pond surface. And suddenly two swans appear, gliding gracefully across the surface of the pond until they stop at the edge just in front of you. They slowly lower their heads and put their beaks together, and their curving necks make a beautiful shape together into a perfect heart. As you watch them, you understand that this heart is a beautiful offering of love from the swan's heart to your heart. And as your eyes gaze at this heart shape made by their beautiful white, long, curving necks, you become aware of your own heart, your inner soul essence, at the core of your being. A white light begins to emanate from the heart of the swans. And at the same time, you begin to feel a warmth within your chest as your own heart's light begins to shine brighter and brighter. Feel that your heart begins to merge with the heart of the swans and simply relax and breathe for a moment into this beautiful light full of love and compassion. Swans have an important message for you, and you can feel this message within your heart's light. Swans symbolize grace with their elegant long necks, beautiful white feathers, and strong wings. But grace is not simply about elegance and poise in the physical. The swans remind us that grace is also about a lightness, an ability to dance between the physical and spiritual realms. These swans help us to remember that we are more than we appear to be, that at our hearts we are simultaneously physical and spiritual beings. Remember that your true beauty and strength grows from within. You possess a perfect inner light that cannot be dimmed. The swans remind us when we learn to love ourselves, we can more easily love others and we can share this beautiful light with the world and manifest true and deep healing. Within this beautiful light of your heart, you can merge with the swans and become one of them. Suddenly, you see yourself floating on the pond as a swan, with each of the swans beside you, one on either side. And slowly, the three of you will glide towards the center of the pond. As you gaze down into the water, you can see the beautiful blue sky and clouds reflected back to you. And you can see your reflection as a swan and the bright, loving energy of your heart 
radiating out from you like a strong white light. But now look deeper and you can see more. You can see your life as a human, your many moments of happiness, and also the events that have occurred which may have caused you suffering and pain. You might see this all as pictures or colors, or you may just feel them as emotions, but just allow yourself to see that human life spread out before you. And I'd like you to now see a moment in your life that you would like to heal. It could be something current or something from your past. See it before you, its reflection in the water. And imagine you can embrace that moment of pain and suffering with the white light from your heart and from the swan's heart to bring healing. Feel that beautiful light dissolving any anger or worry, frustration or sadness or grief into a beautiful light of love and compassion. This happens easily and quickly as a beautiful healing white light which radiates out from your heart through your body and out into the universe. You feel yourself encompassed in compassion and love, true healing. Amidst this healing, love and light and compassion, suffering can no longer exist. All else simply melts away. And just take a moment to enjoy this beautiful healing gift from your swan's heart. And now I'd like you to see in the reflection of the water an animal that you would like to share healing with. Allow yourself to see a moment from your life where your animal may be suffering. This could be in the present or something from the past. And imagine that your heart can shine a beautiful light of love and healing And very gently and without expectation, simply invite your animal to step into this light for healing. If your animal wishes, this light can dissolve all the pain or suffering into a beautiful light of love and compassion, true healing. In this beautiful space of light, Everything melts away into peace and harmony. It is easy to see your animal's perfect inner light that cannot be dimmed no matter what. Just relax for a moment as you share this healing space with your animal. And take a moment to thank your animal for their openness to connecting with you. And thanking also the swans for supporting you with their bright wisdom. 
and glide now across the water with your swan back to the bench where you began this journey. And feel yourself transforming back into your human form. Feel the earth beneath you. You are grounded and centered. But inside your heart, you can still feel this beautiful light from the heart offering from your swan. And you know that you can always connect to it to help you to transform suffering into peace and healing. Remember to always start within yourself and then it will be easier to support those you love. And now, setting your intention to finish, you can take a nice deep cleansing breath and slowly come back and open your eyes. And so tonight's class is called the Heart of Healing. So I wanted to start with the question, which is a big question, but I'm going to attempt to at least talk about it a little bit tonight. And that question is, what is healing? And I'd love to start with this beautiful quote by Gary Zukov. Eventually, you will come to understand that love heals everything. And love is all there is. I really love that quote, um, and I think it relates to the meditation as well uh, that I just guided you in. And I was trying to think about, when I was working on this class, I was trying to think about which animal really represented healing for me. And um, I had come across a picture of two swans with their beaks together and their necks a perfect heart. And I thought to myself, you know, I always talk about how animals are teachers and how they're always showing us the way to healing. (laughs) And it was like this billboard that the swans were giving me to say, you know, this is what healing is all about. Healing is all about love. And I think it's funny just when we... um, open ourselves up to these kind of messages, then we suddenly realize they're all around us. And very often they're being given to us by animals or nature. So often we think of healing as something physical, but true and lasting healing is really about healing of the heart. Excuse me. And thus love is the strongest healer of all. Love and compassion. We, each of us, have all the power we need inside of us to heal. We are so strong and radiant, but we often forget this. We often feel, you know, we've, we're going through difficulty or we're facing illness or somebody has hurt us, and so we don't feel empowered anymore. We feel less than. But this isn't the reality. We've just covered it up. But inside, we do have all of that healing power. So love is about loving ourselves, but not only ourselves. It's also about loving others. So when we learn to truly love ourselves, we learn to heal ourselves, and then we learn how to truly love our animals. And then we can help them to heal as well. So I'd like to talk about healing from a different angle. Let's talk about healing by taking a look at the parts of ourselves that we might consider less than perfect, the places that need healing. And this is a great quote um, by Harry Cruz. There is something beautiful about all scars of whatever nature. A scar means the hurt is over, the wound is closed and healed done with. I think that's beautiful to think of our scars as evidence of healing. We might think that we should hide our scars, physical or otherwise, that somehow we're not as beautiful or good or attractive or strong because of the wounds that we've had, because of the difficulties we've faced or the suffering we've endured. We want to somehow hide this 
from, from others and pretend that, you know, we're perfect. Nothing bad has ever happened to us. But what if we could really see those wounds as something beautiful that makes us who we are? And what if we could do the same for our animal? What if instead we could see our scars as signs pointing towards our strong ability to heal, our power? And what if we could see our animal scars as their strength? Imagine how that would change the way that you see yourself and how much compassion you show to yourself. And imagine how it would change the way that you saw animals, not only your own, but also shelter animals, abused animals, rescued animals, animals who have been through trauma. Many of you on the call tonight are uh, avid animal advocates and you have rescued animals on your own or you work with organizations that do rescue and so you've seen all manner of trauma to animals. But what if instead of seeing those things as terrible and, you know, sad and upsetting, what if instead you could see them as like, you know, a badge of strength and of honor? Signs that point to that animal's beauty and strength and courage. Imagine how that would completely change the world. Your world and the world around you. There's a beautiful kind of um, Japanese pottery. Um, Well, it's really an art called kintsugi. And it's the Japanese art of repairing broken pottery with a lacquer that's dusted or mixed with powdered gold or silver or platinum. And um, what the whole purpose of this art is that when something breaks, they don't try to hide, you know, the crack. When they repair it, they highlight it. And there is a, a great quote that explains a little bit about this art um, by Christy Bartlett in um, her book, Flick Work, The Aesthetics of Mended Japanese Ceramics. And she says, not only is there no attempt to hide the damage, but the repair is literally illuminated, a kind of physical expression of the spirit of mushin. Mushin is literally translated as no mind, but carries connotations of fully existing within the moment, of non-attachment, of equanimity amidst changing conditions. The vicissitudes of existence over time to which all humans are susceptible could not be clearer than in the breaks, the knocks, and the shattering to which ceramic wear too is subject. Isn't that beautiful? to think of instead of trying to hide our damaged spot, what if we illuminate them as we heal them and repair them? What if we see them as our strength? What if we believe that the trauma that our rescued animals have gone through has made them even more beautiful in this moment? And actually, I think, if you think about it, it's true, isn't it? I think on the surface, we think, well, when we heal something, we have to like, you know, um, you know, white light, white light, and don't think about what happened, and, you know, affirmations and everything. But what if we hold everything, even the bad parts, and to see how far we've come through difficulty, how far our animals have come, and we see those scars as beautiful. That's, that's real healing. So because we are alive, 
we will always face difficulties and challenges. We will also face smooth days and wonderful things. But sometimes life gets hard. But instead of seeing this as something to be afraid of or to resist, what if we saw these difficulties as opportunities to heal, to become stronger, braver, kinder, and more compassionate? And this is where our meditation practice or our Reiki practice can help us to be able to look more deeply to the heart of things. When we sit in meditation and we become present and we open our hearts, we can see more deeply. And it's easier for us to realize then there are gifts in our challenges. There are strengths in our weaknesses. And there are opportunities for healing even in our most difficult moments. This is, for me, what true healing really is about, the heart of healing. It's about navigating the hard parts, not avoiding them. And that is so hard. It's so difficult. And that is why healing is truly a lifelong spiritual practice. The more that we can meditate, contemplate, you know, be present in this moment without judgment, just openness with compassion. The more that we can accept and cherish all parts of ourselves, even our scars. And when we can do that for ourselves, the more able we are to do it for our animals, to accept and cherish all parts of our animals, even their difficulties and their weaknesses and their illnesses and all that. And this gives our energy a certain resonance or vibration for the animal, which is very healing, accepting, open, expansive, peaceful, balanced. Animals will sense this. They will come to us, trust us, want to share space with us. They will feel that openness and they will feel our presence as a healing presence and come to us when they need support. You know, um, I talk a lot about staying positive with shelter animals and rescued animals. Those of you who have um, taken my classes over the years have heard me talk a lot about using affirmations and, and so on. But I really like the idea, you know, today when I was really, um, when I found a couple of quotes to, to talk to you today <clears throat> about something I really wanted to emphasize was that affirmations and staying positive is really important. But part of doing that is not, it's not denying and saying, you know, well, don't think about what happened to this animal and how they were abused. It's more about Again, accepting, acceptance of that difficult past or that trauma and, and seeing how far they've come and how healed they are and how brave they are and how beautiful that is, that healing that they've done, that scar in a way. And I think... Um, I can think of many times with animals that I've worked with that have, have really, um, like I've worked at farm sanctuaries with farm animals that have come from, you know, really terrible situations. And I think it's very easy to get very emotional about what has happened, to get knocked down by what has happened, to get very bitter and angry about what has happened. But if we can see the opportunity that exists by watching the animal heal from this trauma. It's an opportunity for us to see the beauty in that experience for the animal, the experience of healing, the experience of coming through it. And animals, you know, I've seen so many animals that have, you know, they really are mindfulness masters because, 
they are completely present in this moment. And so as humans, we're caring for them. We're stuck in what happened yesterday. And they're standing in front of us saying, well, that, you know, that was before, but I'm here right now with you right now. I'm, I'm in a space of love, in a space of trust. And sometimes it's really hard for us to make that same leap into the present moment. And so I think for me, being able to see those scars as something beautiful because it shows the healing that's happened, shows the courage. That's a real lesson for us, you know, not only to celebrate the animals and what they have accomplished, but also what they're teaching us about our life. You may be working with a a rescued animal that had been, you know, abandoned or abused or traumatized or whatever, fill in the blank, okay? And they are healed. They're ready to move forward. Maybe you've adopted an animal like that and they're living with you in, the ha- in, in your house and they are moving forward and they greet each day with, you know, that beautiful joy that they do. They're not just doing that in their, for themselves. They're also modeling for you, you know. They're asking you, what, what are you holding on to in your life? What are some things that you aren't letting go of? Or, you know, how is your energy not being present in this moment? What's keeping you from waking up and being so grateful for that beautiful day? You know, the way your dog pops out of bed and is ready for the day, so excited in the mornings, right? What's keeping us from doing that? And I think that um, that's a beautiful way that animals help us to heal as well. So I see meditation practice as really foundational for being able to contemplate healing and what healing is. And for me, the foundation of my personal meditation practice is Reiki. So the Reiki precepts have always given me a lot of guidance for healing. So I wanted to take a few minutes to kind of reflect on them and some quotes that I gathered which sort of speak about them and I'd ask you guys to just take a moment and as I speak the precepts to sort of let the words flow into your heart, let yourself contemplate and think about how that precept relates to your life, to your heart, and to your healing journey right now, today, in this moment. The first precept is, for today only, do not anger. So true healing is really about letting go of this anger and finding forgiveness. And I found this beautiful quote by Marianne Williamson, the practice of forgiveness is our most important contribution to the healing of the world. So all of these things are tied together, anger, forgiveness, healing. The second precept is, for today only, do not worry. And for me, worry is really about letting go of fear or, in other words, being in a space of courage. And um, there's a great Winston Churchill quote. Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. And I wanted to share that quote with you as I was sort of thinking about how animals help us on this journey and how we help each other, but we often think that we have to stand up and speak for the animals, and sometimes we do. But in our meditation practice, that is a time to sit down and listen to our animals. And that does take a lot of courage to say to the animals, I'm going to let you lead this journey of healing. I'm going to listen to what you are going to tell me in this beautiful meditative space about healing. That does take a lot of courage. The third precept is be grateful. Healing is about being full of gratitude for this present moment, whatever it looks like. And I love this Eckhart Tolle quote. 
Acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. So gratitude brings many gifts. And I think we can see this with our animals. Our animals really show us this. In, um, they, they, are so, they have so much gratitude for everything, even something as small as, you know, sitting down with your dog and just, you know, petting them and just being present and sitting with them. They love that. They're completely 110% focused on that moment with you with so much gratitude. And those of you that uh, go into shelters and share Reiki with animals or meditation with animals for healing in shelters, yeah, you know, it's, it might feel like a difficult thing to do to go into those places where there's a lot of stress and, and such, but when you feel the gratitude from the animals that you are there and present with them, it, it really fills your heart. And I think that's what Eckhart Tolle is talking about with the fun, foundation of abundance is that, you know, this healing comes, just flows in all these spaces when we get into this beautiful um, state of mind, which the precepts really talk about, which is a healing state of mind. Um, the fourth precept is practice diligently. And this is where our daily meditation practice comes in because if we're not reminding ourselves over and over of all these things, letting go of anger and worry and are, you know, being grateful and to be present, then it's very easy to forget. And our animals can help us to remember. So that's why I always say it's great to sit and do your meditation practice for your own healing, but to bring in the animals is even better. And you can bring them in in as a totem or a spirit animal as we did with the swans at the beginning tonight with the meditation. You can also bring them in by being present with your cats or your dogs at your house or standing in the pasture with your horses or your cows or your goats. So to really, but to really think of it as um, something that you have to remind yourself every day or um, seeds that you're planting or um, a garden that you're watering, that you don't want to neglect that. You want to, to stay in that healing state of mind. You have to keep practicing. And, um, There's a great um, quote by Thich Nhat Hanh that goes with this practice diligently. It is, feelings come and go like clouds in a windy sky. Conscious breathing is my anchor. So think of your meditation practice as your anchor in this crazy world and the ups and downs and the, the struggles and the difficulties. Your meditation is your anchor. And bring the animals into that to really support you and help you. And the fifth precept is show compassion to yourself and others. Healing is about compassion or your inner light, which is always perfect. And I love the quote by the Buddha, our sorrows and wounds are healed only when we touch them with compassion. So for me, healing... The, the Reiki precepts really point us to that state of mind of healing. And as you'll notice, you know, none of the precepts really talk about anything physical. Because ultimately, you know, our bodies are mortal. Our animals are mortal. Any of you who've ever had a dog, you know, they, they never live long enough, however long they live, Right? eventually our bodies will get old and die. So if we want true and lasting healing, we have to go deeper than the body. We have to touch our heart. And that's hopefully that um, the meditation with the swan helped you to sort of peel back those layers and to go deeper into that heart space because that is the space where love is, where compassion is, where peace, is and where true healing is. So for me, the Reiki precepts 
are very central to pointing us in the right direction for helping our animals as well. If we're facing a difficult situation of healing with our animals and we don't know what to do, recite the precepts. Ask yourselves the question, what do I need to do? And then say, for today only, do not anger, do not worry, be grateful, practice diligently, show compassion to yourself and others. The answers are there. If you're sitting with your cat because your cat is very ill, I don't know what to do. What should I do? For today only, do not anger, do not worry, be grateful, practice diligently, show compassion. Okay, so um, I'm very upset that my cat is so sick. I need to let go of that. I'm worrying, okay, I'm conscious that I'm worrying. I need to also to let go of that. I need to be grateful, okay? What if I focus on gratitude in this moment instead of worry and fear? That's a much more positive place to put my my focus. What about practicing diligently? I guess I better remind, remember this every single day. Not just today, but tomorrow and the next day and the next day and however long that it's, you know, my my cat is going to be sick for. And then showing compassion. You know, I'm not perfect. I am worried. You know, I maybe I do feel some anger at the situation. I'm not perfect. And that's okay because, again, I can see the scars as the places where I am healing, the places where I am finding strength the places where I'm learning how to be brave. So um, so try that. You know, the, reciting the precepts, meditating on them, and, and, you know, when you have that question, I don't know what to do. What do I do? Contemplate them in the light of your animal's issues. It'll be very beneficial for you and for the situation, and it will help you to find a lot of clarity in a difficult situation. So when we talk about the heart of healing, when we realize that true healing actually is about the heart and that love is the door that opens up to all healing possibility, then we can realize that healing isn't something we do It's something we become. Healing is also about the journey. So the bumps and the bruises, physical, emotional, spiritual, that we receive along the way and the way that our scars are beautiful because they show the most important parts of our healing journey. This this is really what healing is. So I think that's, something that's very difficult for us to um, practice because I think in our society and our culture, we're taught from the time we're little that healing is something that you do. So if I have, you know, for example, the healing is a pill that you take, <laughs> you know, I have um, or a shot that you take, go get your flu shot, right? <laughs> so we, we think of it as something that we do. So I'm talking about a deeper kind of a healing, a deeper kind of a being. And those of you who um, have taken my Reiki classes, you know that I I often talk about being Reiki with the animal instead of doing Reiki to the animal. And this is kind of that along those same lines that um, it's really a state of being. And the Reiki precepts are speaking about a state of being, a state of mind and heart. And so we can see that that all kind of ties together. Um, I want to read this beautiful quote from um, one of my favorite stories from when I was little, The Velveteen Rabbit. Some of you may be familiar with that. And I want to ask that you listen as I read um, and contemplate for yourself a different view of your own imperfections, weaknesses, illnesses, struggles, etc. 
And then in turn, think about contemplating your animals a bit differently as well with positive eyes, eyes that see the beautiful light you possess, that your animals possess, that can never be dimmed no matter what. And here's the little quote. Real isn't how you are made, said the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you when a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you, then you become real. Does it hurt? asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you're real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like being wound up? he asked, or bit by bit. It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been lobbed off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you're real, you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand. I think that um, this story is really a beautiful example of healing and what healing means, what true healing is, because true healing really is about love. And when you're in a space of love, you see more deeply. And this is a practice that takes a lifetime. But that doesn't matter because it's a beautiful journey along the way. And our animals will be our teachers. They will lead us on the journey. They will encourage us when we feel discouraged. When we forget how to forgive ourselves, they will forgive us. When we lose faith and we are in a place of bitterness, they will show us unconditional love. When we are worried and in a place of anxiety, they will show us courage. When we are judging ourselves, they will remind us that we are the most wonderful person in the universe to them. (laughs) And they'll look at us with those eyes. And so they will really help us. So in turn... I think we owe it to them to learn how to see more deeply with our heart and really see their true self and their true essence as well. We owe that to them so that when they are discouraged, we can encourage them. And when they are fighting an illness, we can remind them they are still perfect and beautiful. So that Maybe through meditation, through contemplation, by working on ourselves, by going more deeply within our own hearts, maybe, just maybe, we can get to a stronger, more grounded space within ourselves and be, more, be able to be more present and more helpful to our animals when they need us most. And so I'm going to open it up to um, any um, comments um, on the call or also on the chat um, in just a moment. But before I do that, I wanted to give you a concluding wish tonight. Uh, May the grace and the beauty of the swans remind you of your inner heart's light. And may they also remind you of the perfect inner light that your animals possess that always shines bright. Because the more that we connect from that space of light and love, of perfection amidst imperfection, the deeper our bond with our animals will go. Okay, so I'm going to unmute you and um, those of you that are on chat as well, um, if there are any comments or questions, we'll open it up to you. 
you can type your questions or comments. Okay, guest four said the swan meditation was beautiful. Thank you, Kathleen. You're welcome. Anyone else? Okay, great. Well, so what I'd love um, to I'd love to hear from any of you who um, maybe take some time um, work with the Swan meditation. I gave you actually two practices to do in the class tonight, and one of them is the Swan meditation. So I invite you to sort of practice with that, maybe for like a week every day, and see how that feels, if you can find um, a picture of the two swans with their necks bent into the heart, that's something beautiful that you can sort of put to help you to focus and sort of see how that healing experience is for you to help you to sort of work through some stuff and to be shining your light. I'd love to hear how that goes. And the second practice that we did tonight, which was the Reiki precept and when you are with your animals in a place of difficulty and you feel that you're not sure what to do, ask yourself, you know, what should I do? And then reciting those precepts and sitting with it and contemplating it in, in light of, you know, your animal's difficulty. So I'd love for you to take some time doing that in those difficult times and see how that shifts your state of mind and how it helps you. And um, I'd love to hear about that. So feel free to email me at info at com and let me know how these meditations or practices are helping you, supporting you, helping your animals, and, um, you know, how that is um, strengthening your bond with them. And so I wish, wish you all many blessings and um, healing and heart and compassion, and I hope you have a beautiful evening, and um, I hope to hear from you. Okay, good night, everybody. Blessings. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.